Hello and welcome to the Meditation Conversation. I am your special host today, Michael Massey, and I have a very special guest with me today. Uh, You may have heard of her in the past. She's been on a few of these podcasts herself. Um, That is the lovely Kara Goodwin. Say hello, Kara. Hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs) A pleasure and an honor to have you here today. And for this, uh, I guess, a two-parter, it's a part-tour. Yeah, uh, part-tour. A part-tour <laughs> of a recent podcasts that we've done. And uh, uh, at the moment of this recording, it has not yet been released. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got kind of right up to the end and had this idea of like, you know what, we should just like switch it up. And let's talk about you for a little bit, or le- yes, or let's let you talk about you. <laughs> uh, and this is all kind of on a, um, it, 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 the context here is what's going on right now um, in, um, in, the, in the world from an energetic perspective, uh, what's happening uh, lately. Uh, and consciousness, and then how this relates to you personally. personally. And we had talked in the the prior podcast, kind of gone over the last month or two since we've put together our retreat. And I've been having a number of shifts. I talked about that before, and and some some real kind of cool breakthroughs and memory access stuff. Mm-hmm. So now we'd like to kind of turn the tables here and find out what's been happening with you. So, um, without further ado then, could you want to give us maybe just a kind of little quick synopsis or, you know, a headliner mm-hmm. of what's been happening with Kara in the last six weeks? Okay. So, yeah, it was really interesting when we talked last week when we recorded the part one of this because, you know, you've had all these breakthroughs, you know, because you've reached this level of expansion and it may seem to people like, oh, you reach this point and then you're there, you know, and and it's like, no, you keep expanding. So it's just interesting to hear how you like keep opening, keep experiencing more um, and kind of like more veils peel back. And so then you shared that I have had some other, you know, things happen. And I was trying to think about it last night and I was like, what did happen before three nights ago? (laughs) Because I had a huge breakthrough three nights ago. And I've been trying to kind of remember the the significant things before that. And are you is something coming? Oh, up? I can help. I can okay. help refresh your memory. Yeah, if you like. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I. As you're alluding to that, since we recorded part one, is actually a whole bunch of stuff has happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So it's like, what happened before that? And right. probably, probably now yeah. you're like, I'm not really sure. I can't, I, 
I'm not really sure. Did anything, anything significant happen? happen? I, don't think, I, think <laughs> I was one person and became another person. <laughs> yeah. and, and I don't know. Uh, you know. <laughs> the old me is dead. I, I have no access to well, those or memories. That seems like two centuries two, ago, even right? though it was you know, maybe two weeks ago. Well, um, um, but I know that there's been, um, and it hasn't just been one, let's say, one incident or mm-hmm. one thing, um, but maybe a series of events. And um, you've certainly you've gotten your, um, your new website um, off and running, mm-hmm. but a number of things and developments in your own personal power and self-mastery that have have emerged and shown themselves uh, more and more so as as you, you're coming into a new solidarity of who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's been reflected in uh, your energy field that's mm-hmm. been, um, as it's been witnessed and experienced by those around you. And so that was kind of... Yeah. You remember this now? Yes, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay, there's Well, and I guess when we were talking last time when uh-huh. we were recording, some of the things that came to mind of like, oh, oh yeah, that's true. I've had other things, but it's like um vi- from a visual perspective, like in meditation or at night. Um, when I'm falling asleep, but like seeing the toroidal field, for example, seeing that um, sort, which I just seeing more things like that, seeing like DNA with different strains or like spiraling kind of long things that I'm like, oh, that's could be DNA, but it's kind of like a or it could just be a spirally squiggly thing. Well, it could be. Yes, Yes, could be that. Okay. (laughs) But those were, but yes, and then there, but those are more the etheric kind of subjective things that are um, really <clears throat> within my own view that are just kind of not necessarily reflected in the external. Okay, so there's part of your subjective experience. Yes. Yes. Right. So I'm trying to think of the, more of the objective things and, and, um, and yeah, I think you you summarized it very well. There's been a lot of changes, like from the interaction with the external. As you can see, uh, Kara is very very comfortable standing up and claiming her self mastery <laughs> and and speaking of the objective truth of how she's really stepped into her power. She's very very comfortable with that. So keep, keep going. Keep going. Um, touche. <laughs> um, I know it's a tough thing to necessarily talk about. So, um. it, are there any leading questions in that regard? Because I can share some of the the more recent things. Okay, so too. for instance, right? Let's mm-hmm. say I I started noticing it was and it was right around the retreat time. I think it might have maybe started a little bit beforehand or just after, mm-hmm. where I'd come over and I'd be looking at you like, like, oh yeah, what. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Like, what's going on? What's going on here? You're like rocking a vibe like you've never rocked before. Okay. And very, very palpable. And me just being a sensitive, using my own body as my instrument, but it serves me pretty well. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sensitive. So, right. And this was consistent. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so maybe a direct question would be is like, um, okay, 
uh, how did you know how was this experience for you and other than then let's say me giving you that feedback did you feel any different or did you have did anything start to change in terms of your experiences you know in the mm-hmm. physical world mm-hmm. experiences whether it's in classes that you were teaching or encounters with family or whatever yeah that's a great question And looking back at that time, I mean, I know there was a lot more solidarity within myself about what I'm doing, what I, what, um, I feel drawn to doing what I, um, how, how to show up here, you know, and what, what my purpose is. And it was kind of like this bringing into focus that which is helping me to serve and that just seemed much more much clearer and more um and it and and I guess and then the actions that came of that were um more just again clearer like oh yeah okay I'm doing this because this is totally aligned with with what I'm here for and um and I'm gonna let whatever go because that's not that's not really serving toward what I'm doing and so there were just little things that came up where um, you know little conversations that may have tripped me up in the past um, somebody like asking for you know a lot of my time in a way that is kind of doing their work quote unquote, but I don't mean this on like a material level, but like soul work where it's like, give me these answers, um, for my journey. And, um, and it was a very easy no for me, like, nope, that's your, that's your job. That's, that's, and not that I didn't want to do the work, but like, no, you, you need to do that work. That's for you to do. Mm -hmm. It's not going to serve you for me to tell you what I find out about that. So Things like that where there was no hesitation. It was really obvious. Um, just, again, a lot of clarity and direction. And so that's about when you said the word clear like three, <laughs> three times, and then you capped it, capped it off it with nine the, times. Capped it off with the clarity there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that clear? Uh, yes, it's clear. <laughs> um, but incidentally, that's probably the, I, I, the same word that I use most often in in um in part one that we recorded last oh, right. week okay mm-hmm. is, is yes intent very high levels of clarity mm-hmm. um and then of course we connected that with you know there's the crystal skull which right was clear there, also right yeah it's a clear quartz crystal skull uh-huh. um and so it certainly there was there's been kind of a combination of 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 factors, uh, let's say, um, uh, you know, planetary portal mm-hmm. moments, also coupled with, you know, the the visitation of the crystal skull, and then our own personal work, and then our uh, that we've each been doing uh, individually, and then the collective works that we've done together such as the retreat mm-hmm. but there's been a nice 
synchronicity, if you will, of between all of these these things. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Right. Yes. Okay. And then then it kind of leads up to uh, this 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 past week, mm-hmm. um, and we at least set the intent to flip the tables a little bit here. Mm-hmm. And I know this is it's sort of the, one of those things that might is a little bit perhaps challenging to talk about, particularly um, uh, some of our most profound experiences that we mm-hmm. we have are not easy to put into words, and it takes great courage even to come forward with mm-hmm. with um, some of these profound experiences. Um, and now, um, so <coughs> here I am asking you if you're willing, you know, to, to actually go there a little bit with us and maybe share, uh, what's transpired or what's happened for you in the last week. Yes. And I really appreciate the gentleness with which you've said that because when it first when I've, as I've been sort of integrating and digesting kind of what I experienced, I wasn't really sure if it was something to share widely. I mean, I shared it very quickly with you, um, but it is a little bit vulnerable because there it, it's nebulous when you try to explain it, even though it's so it like breaks through any any construct that we have of reality as we know it into something that's so so real but but hard to describe Um, because I knew that you'd had so many experiences in higher realms I was not hesitant at all to explain or to share it with you but it's also very sacred, so I was like, well, I don't know if I will share this. I'm thinking within myself. I don't know if it's right to share it. Um, but it has, especially over the last 24 hours, I have gotten many signs within the universe that um, it it is not only okay to share it, but it is encouraged to share it. So with that said, I feel a lot more comfortable Okay. Um, trying to <laughs> share. Okay. We'll see how effective I am. Okay. Um, I, if you'd like me to, I'll just kind of give you a yeah. few questions. We'll, we'll sure. kind of maybe pluck out. There's no way to, mm, in a you know 30 or 40 minute podcast, to encompass the totality. totality of this experience, but we can at least key on a few different things. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, would it be safe or fair to say that you had, you had a transcendent experience where you found yourself, you know, up out of, um, uh, the matrix of reality mm-hmm. entirely? Yes. Okay. All right. And, okay. And then from this viewpoint, you were able to see certain things that you may have heard about or read about, um, uh, and or maybe loosely kind of grasped somewhat from an intellectual perspective, but now you got to be witness. Absolutely, yes. Uh, and one of those things um, was that you were able to see time from, let's say, outside of time. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. Okay, now how wild is that? And can you share what that kind of experience was like? Yes, okay. that it was so wild. It totally blew my mind. So 
as you mentioned, I, I, um, I saw the matrix, uh, meaning I saw the structure. It, for me, it presented as like these gold, golden, um, lines that were all connecting in different ways. It was like encoded. They looked like solid golden lines, but they were all connecting in these ways. And so, but I was outside of it so I could see the matrix. And then as I'm kind of just seeing the whole general, like it's almost like the scaffolding upon which form and experience is draped and then we experience reality, um, but underneath and inside all of it, keeping it, giving it structure is this matrix. Um, and so I could see, and again, it was like code, but I couldn't see any symbols or what I would, what I would recognize as code here on earth, mm-hmm. uh, meaning like symbols. I couldn't see, but I could just see that these lines all intersected like crazy and created this structure and like as I kind of I would recognize that I was I would kind of slip from time to time where it was almost like I was starting to go into a dream and then um, form would come on top of this so all these lines I was seeing it was like form would start to cloak it so that it would take shape and things like that so I experienced that, and then I kind of, from that, saw that part of that was time. And it presented to me in like a a horizontal um, kind of circular, spirally, but different levels, different heights. Um, and I know it's really hard, but it but like kind of like these different folds and um, and I'm kind of looking down on it and I just understood this was time. There were timelines um, and that the way that time works is that um, you just it's wherever you're putting your focus at this higher level that is the part that you're experiencing. So I was experiencing this transcendent state because almost like the needle on like a a record player, Mm -hmm. it was like my needle was dropped to October 26th. And that was always going to be the time that I experienced that because that was just what was there at that point. And so that was why I was experiencing it because I chose to put the needle there. And um, so rather than it being like something that I had reached or the time had come because I had approached it, you know, from a time perspective and now it was happening as a culmination of time, it was just like, no, it was always there. And that's where I had put it as a creator. And then I just had the needle there and it was like, oh, now I get to experience this because that's where I've put the needle. And so then I just kind of, my attention went to a different part of this structure. And I was like, well, what happens if I put, again, I'm saying this, like put the needle there. I didn't actually have like a needle or any sort of form. Um, 
And so then I put my I put my awareness in a slightly different place, and I saw this um, really heavy, cloudy gray sky, and a tall gray stone house uh, structure. Um, I knew it was a house, but it it was like a. Uh, British kind of, I knew it was the 1800s and that I was in England, or it could have been Scotland, but I'm pretty sure it was England. And there was a nine-year-old girl in front of this house, and there was a horse, and there was like a big tree. And, um, and I just, that's what was at that point in time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and one of the things I remember expressing to you after this happened was like, you know how much I love, I would love to know my past lives. Like mm-hmm. I find that whole, um, that whole area, subject area really fascinating. And I was like, oh, that's what's happening at that point in time there. And I even like kind of considered, I wonder if that's me, like if that's another life and it didn't matter. Like I just, it, I just was like, oh, okay, this is how time works. I get it. And then I went and did something else. <laughs> but it was just like, I don't know if that was me in another life. It was just, it was just what was there in that time. So I didn't really, I didn't really feel any relationship to it necessarily. It was just something that I observed. But at that point, I also didn't really feel necessarily a relationship to the human Kara, you know, it was just, I was aware of it. Um, and I was sort of toggling between the two because I was trying to really remember it and like hold the memory, um, as a person. And so I needed to kind of keep toggling between the two. So I, I did have awareness of my human self, but I wasn't identified as the human me, if that makes sense. So it, it was like completely inconsequential at that level about whether that little girl was me in the 1800s. Cause first of all, it wasn't the 1800s. It's now it it's all like what I was seeing. I could, I, which I've heard before and I understand, I mean, I understood intellectually all the time is happening now but that's also, I haven't been able to really, I mean, I get it, but I hadn't really been able to understand it beyond just accepting like, okay, that's a complicated way to look at time. Um, but it made perfect sense when I saw it that way. Right. And I do like this analogy of, say, a record with a, mm. you know, and a needle on the record. So... Um, you know, here we are, we have a record and the, the needle right now is on the record still coming up the end of October 2021. Mm-hmm. And this is where the needle happens to be on the record. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole record exists. Mm-hmm. You know, you just pick it, like you said, you pick up the needle, you move it somewhere else. It's going to be so-called another, it's the 1800s or it's this 14th century or it's, 2000 BC or or 2300 AD. Or, yeah. Right. And so there all the records are there 
um, the experience of, of the of playing, of what's being played, mm-hmm. in a sense, has to do with where, where the, that needle or that focus of attention is uh, from a soul creator perspective. Yes. And um, so you could say, yes, that um, from that point of perspective, you can choose to listen to mm-hmm. or play any track on this record. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the one that happens to be playing now. Yes. And there are depths yeah. within it. So it gets more complicated even because that's where kind of the timelines came in. So there's the time and space, but then there's the timelines and which version mm-hmm. you want to play too. Yeah. So it's like, Within, so if you're looking at it, looking down um, on it, like I described, and I mentioned about the different heights, they're like not, it's not just flat, there are all these different heights, but then within where the needle is, there are different layers as to where it could be. And so that was kind of the representation for me of different timelines and how within any given time, there could be multiple things, multiple ways that you're experiencing it. And it was evident to me in this state that that was related to, we could say frequency vibration. You know, if you were holding a higher vibration, you were going to experience the higher level. But ultimately that comes down to choice. And that was one of the big things for me. And again, it's not new. It wasn't new information for me intellectually, but again, it was that experience. It was like, oh, I decide which, and it, and again, you know, it takes work. It's all these different choices, moment to moment that we're making that, that helps us make that choice. It's, there's a, there is a free will choice that's conscious, but there's all this stuff underneath all this subtlety to our being that is underpinning the choice that we're making about what we're experiencing within the levels of time. Ah, that's so simple. It's <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we all just want to have some of what cares happening. So, <laughs> um, no, I think this is a this is fantastic. You're doing doing a great job actually Thank explaining you. this. Um, and so we have this kind of a multi-dimensional record, if you will, that's multiple layers, and that's very consistent with my own experiences of, of um, from this 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 observer mm. um, state. Um, now, uh, the other thing I think is is you kind of touched on just here, but I kind of want to highlight a little bit more about. Um, about like uh, kind of like how stupefying it is that the how so-called everything makes sense yeah okay so it, it that there's no th- in this in this state of being one it's actually beyond thought so any inter- entertaining any thoughts too much is going to pull you right back into the matrix yeah okay this is kind of what you're saying if you were if you drop down, you drop the form down, you start to start. It. Yes, you start to form thoughts, and those thoughts then actually produce a form that goes around, yeah, and starts to bring you back, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a it's a beyond thought, 
where everything one is observing is has self-evident contains the information of whatever it is so that everything somehow perfectly makes absolute sense. Yes. Oh, the everything. Yes. I mean, beyond it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, of course, of course, of Of course. course. How did I forget? It's a realization, you know, and that's something that we hear all the time in spiritual communities, self-realization, but real, I mean, I understood that at a different level too. It's like, Oh yeah, it's a remembrance. Right. It, and, and in that, there's no question about what you're experiencing. And it's kind of weird. You had mentioned, I think we talked a little bit about this when you first shared about it, and you just kind of touching on it here too, is kind of how astounding it is to have this, you have this, this sublime transcendent experience where all of a sudden everything makes perfect sense. There's a remembrance, like you said, as well. And it's like, oh, duh. I mean, it's really like a duh, of course, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, this, oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah, it's all real. Okay. And it's not. And it's, it's an not, illusion. I know. At but this time. part's real. Yes, yes. right, right. But right. that all makes perfect sense. There's yes. no paradoxes there. Right. And then also how astounding it is to go, wow, how can something this fundamental, so so obvious, mm-hmm. um, and so intrinsic because it's built into us into everything? Mm-hmm. How could it ever be forgotten in, right. in the human experience of of forgetting? You're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're like me, I'm like, whoa. How that that itself is is somewhat amazing. That the human experience is designed that this could even be forgotten. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that goes into um, part of what I was experiencing as well because it goes back to that choice piece that was so important. So I, as I was understanding the matrix and again it wasn't like there was anything for me to learn it was just like a remembering like just a oh yes oh here we are okay this is familiar I totally forgot um about it and I am experiencing myself as a creator and how like within this matrix it's me that is creating it all, manipulating it all, in control of it all, and that we all have that capability within us. But in this creator state, I was like, okay, I can do anything from here because this is where it all is happening. So um, so why, why would I choose what I've chosen as far as let's talk let's talk about COVID as an example okay so you I mean and I'm relating this to what you said because it's this like oh duh you you know now I'm remembering it's so obvious and da 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 but but it's like how could I forget this and so then I'm like taking that another step of why did I create this so why have I put little Kara 
in this situation where she's experiencing a timeline where COVID exists and there's all this fear, there's all this separation, there's division, it doesn't really seem like it's serving the highest purpose. And so then I was kind of like, why would I, why would I do that? Let's fix it. Let's correct that. I can, I can see the code here. I can flip the switch. And then I was like, wait a minute. So, I mean, I was like kind of tempted to manipulate that. And um, which I understand now sounds crazy. Like I, I do understand that. But when you're in that higher level, I wasn't little Kara. Like I wasn't, I, that little Kara was far, far, far away. I was tethered to her, but I was like, Again, everything's making perfect sense. And I'm like, this doesn't seem like it's in the highest good. Um, but I also, um, I knew that I, I wasn't approaching it, I, that I also even paradoxically, I was approaching it from little Kara's viewpoint and not considering that it was a vehicle for others, even though it seemed to be a big distraction and, um, a, you know, a, a lower expression of the timeline. Um, and so that was kind of where I, I was like, okay, I, I need to just leave that because I, I don't, um, I don't want to mess up the divine plan. Right. Right. You're right. like, oh, this call be going to some really beautiful thing. Oh, Kara came along. She messed it up. Right. Right. Yes. You don't want to be that person. And you're like, yeah, sorry, that was me. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. I guess everything was actually tracking right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. But it's interesting because it's been like three days now. And there were a lot of things that came about within that experience where I was kind of um, trying to strengthen some things like from a light perspective um, and trying to trying to um, make it more, I don't even know, I don't think I have the words for it, um, but it's been super interesting in the last we're in I've had two two full days and now it's you know noon on the the third day and just in that short time the number of people who have no idea that this has happened but they've had their own breakthroughs um, some of them I've heard through you where you've had people coming out of the woodwork you haven't talked to in a while who are having breakthroughs. Um, again, also with me, people I haven't heard from in a while who are sharing things, you know, hey, I just felt I needed to reach out and tell you like I had a breakthrough and um, and that has happened in that short of a time where that's interesting for me as little Kara to see the manipulation that I um, was doing in that state and then to see, like to equate that to what I'm seeing in more of a collective experience. Yeah, and again, it's still small. This is my little Kara's little world, you know, 
yeah, but, but it's a representation. Um, one of the things I found really beautiful um, also in your sharing is this, that um, now in little Kara's, little Kara's world. Um, but she <laughs> Little Kara's little world. <laughs> <laughs> she, has, um, she has a little house with a little puppy. <laughs> She's got a little puppy with a... <laughs> The little kitty, and then she's <laughs> two got little kitties. two little kitties, and and then two little kitties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so little Kara in her little world with all these little, little, little hubby. Did I say that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, but so you were able to actually kind of view, uh, view your life or your your key, at least your key family. Mm-hmm relationships with this in this kind of this context this, this context this um this divine observer mode mm-hmm. and then what did how, how did how was that experience and how did that perhaps change you even on the inside having this experience in terms of how you're able to view those yeah that was really fascinating too because um I, again, like it was this whole view, like 50,000 foot view of, of this life, little Kara life. And I could see like my major players in, at this time. And so, like you said, like my husband was there, my kids, um, and they weren't there. It was just like, I could see their symbolic representation because there really was not form more or less like throughout this whole thing I was not seeing form um but I could see how I had how this was part of my creation and I don't want that to sound like uh you know I am God and I created my husband and I created my children. Um, But it was this like, um, I am responsible for my creation and who I've drawn to me and um, what I need to live the way that I want my life to be created. And so... um, in this part of it, I just saw my husband and I saw what I had, what I have needed in this life from a, a life partner perspective. And it was exactly the role that my husband is playing. And it was like, oh my God, he's nailing it. Like he, <laughs> he is completely nailing it, you know? That's so awesome. Yeah, it was really, really beautiful. And, um, and one of the things that will come up from time to time that people will ask me is like, uh, where a lot of people get stuck, you know, if they have a partner who isn't like really matching their belief system, mm-hmm. for example. And this is a good illustration of my husband and my of my marriage you know my I mean listeners will have a good idea of the things that I'm interested in and the you know the metaphysical world and um and that I you know am am very interested in spirituality and meditation and that's just not my husband like he it's not that he doesn't necessarily believe but he's really not curious about it um, and in fact, I'm just re- 
being reminded at the moment of when I first met you on the Sedona um, Vortex tour. Mm -hmm. And one of the first questions that you ask your tours is, uh, so we have any non-believers there? And, uh, and my husband didn't say anything. And, and uh, I was like, oh, these two over here, you know, my son and my husband. And he said, it's not that I don't believe, I just don't know what I don't know. And he clarified that. And I was like, yeah, that's true. And it expressed an openness that I hadn't really noticed or acknowledged within him. Because we really don't talk about this stuff. Um, Not that I'm afraid to, but just that I know it's, I don't want to force it. And I'm very careful with my family, with my children also. Um, I feel that there's... uh, more risk of just pushing it away if it feels like it's been imposed upon than if it's just like um, out there to satisfy curiosity if if it is sparked, but it's like, uh, you know, it's here if you want it, but, you, you know, there's no pressure. Um, and so in that, higher perspective, what I saw was like, yeah, I need it. I need somebody who is supportive in the way that he is. Um, but I didn't need somebody that, uh, totally reflected where I was going or what my beliefs were. Um, that wasn't the role that he was there for. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, wow, that's, um, so we have kind of an, I guess there's a, <laughs> well, there was, hmm, I guess to kind of sum up or something like that, you have the, there's the, the, the transcendent experience into a realm beyond thought, there's the, the, hmm, the self a knowledge of this non-physical self that's very that's known mm-hmm. that comes emerge and then that then this um, this observation of of what we call collective reality from the earth to the galaxy and beyond right mm-hmm. um, and all these layers and all these times as it presents itself in some kind of a tapestry of weave that we can add threads to and change the patterns and yeah yeah. Uh, and then all in that too is the then um, also seeing one's own place Mm -hmm. in it the choice behind that and then in that is then the revelation and full ex- the acceptance of things are exactly as they're supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Kara, for sharing your experience here. Um, and I know we, we, we probably aren't done touching upon some of this. And, and, um, um, and certainly uh, for anyone who wants to come see Kara... Um, through one of her meditation sessions or find her on the web at uh, karagoodwin.com. We appreciate you so much being here with us and sharing your heart experience um, with the whole group. 
Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what a joy. What an honor. Thank you all for listening, and we look forward to the next meditation conversation.